0: I'm Sonia Morton Firth, and you're tuned in to the Sonia Morton Firth Show. Today, I'm honoured to have Henna Hanna as my guest. Henna is a Dame Commander in the Order of St. George. She's been awarded the Brilliant Minded Woman Living Legacy for her kindness and support helping veterans all over the world. She's the founder and chair of the Veterans Channel, a 24 7 on demand digital channel where veterans can educate and uplift one another Hannah, thank you so much for being a guest on my show today i feel honestly truly honored to welcome you you know i'm sitting here in london and you're all the way in canada well, what part of
1: canada are you in Hannah? just for the people that are watching so i'm just north of toronto about 40 minutes in ontario and i'm on 10 gorgeous acres with a little river running through it and no neighbors.
0: Wow, that sounds beautiful. I wish I could say the same thing. I, I have, that sounds an amazing picture to conjure up. Mm-hmm. Um, Henna, you are a truly remarkable lady, and you've been devoting your life to healing men and women around the world that are serving or have served in the armed forces. And I'd really get I'd love to, to sort of dig down deeper and find out your inspiration that before we, we get onto that, I'd love to know more about the Veteran Channel. Can you tell me more about this amazing business that you set up a couple of
1: years ago? Yes, ma'am. It, I say it was a glorified accident, a divine accident. Um, the Veteran's Channel has been healing for me. It's... um. It was a a labor of love Mm -hmm. to build a space, a virtual space, where men and women that have served and that are still serving could have a voice, an authentic voice, where it's not tainted, it's not slanted, it's not from our perspective, but where they would share with one another... They would have a space where they could. their story could have the potential to uplift, to save a life, to inspire and encourage one another. Wow. And how long is it? It's been going now a couple of years. Is that right? Since... It is. So I founded the Veterans Channel in 2017.
0: And tell me about the start of that, because I believe it didn't actually start in Canada, did it?
1: I was in Canada when it was birth, but our first programming came out of the UK. It did. Yeah. Wow. I, um, I had a vision to have a global footprint, but never had a, a plan and, and didn't plan to film out of the UK. That's one of those glorified, beautiful accidents where the most amazing man um, who was retired Royal Marines of 30 years and then retired NATO headquarters, Mark Wicks, who's a member of British Empire. And when he came on board with us, um, he naturally found extraordinary stories of servicemen and women in the UK. And together him and I organically found a way to, to film, whether it would be go to their home in their living room, whether it be outside, um, whether it be in a, in a theater, we would inherit a theater to film in, and the quality of stories and the nature of this, the stories and what those men and women were were doing post service um, pulled on our heartstrings and set the example and and set the bar for. Oh this is what it looks like. This is this is what it is. It's it's through an interview we we could touch millions of homes around the world and say okay you can do it too. You have a dream, you you, you can be repurposed. All of the above, so we you know we didn't start in Canada and we got in trouble for not starting in Canada or not looking Canadian. I'm still in trouble for not looking American. Oh, no, yeah, all the time. People say, Are you why do you look British? Because the Brits got it done. <laughs> well, wake <I'm not> <laughs> <say any comment. laughs> up, America, exactly, yeah.
0: exactly. Um, and 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 tell me. The, I mean, your show, your, your channel has been so successful. It now goes out to something like what 40 plus countries worldwide. Yes, ma'am. Tell me about the sort of series or the sort of programs that, that you can find on, on the veteran
1: channel. Thank you. N- now, I'm, now we'll have fun. That's my sweet spot. It's this show series is um, so much fun for me. The show series is our homegrown. Episodic sh- shows that shed light and bring awareness to, uh, and bring awareness to the solutions to the issues that our service men and women are facing. And I became executive producer of the show series because I was determining what we were going to film which was basically me saying yes or no. I would follow the story like following the storm. Mm -hmm. So our veteran community would say, we wanna film this, we wanna talk about this. And I would say yes or no, and then find the money to do it. Um, And that was a new role for me. So I can say I've had many different capacities in my life and titles. Executive producer, I would have never have dreamt if you had said to me years ago, you're gonna produce a show series. I would have said, no, I can't do that. Um, But it just came from falling in love with the fact that veterans would say, do you know what's going on around, for example, medical cannabis state to state? It's different in every country. It's different in every state. No, I don't know. Okay, show us. Okay, we have a campfire and around that campfire, we're gonna talk about that and you're gonna sh- I'm just gonna listen and we're just, I'm just gonna film it. And if you put veterans together in fellowship, they'll share and a, and a healing is initiated. I say it's at least initiated. And we never had to do a take two. We never had to do a script. To this day, our show series are not scripted. I say the reality shows because they're not scripted and we get it right the first time because it's from their heart. And I think it's one of the things that sets us apart and will continue to set us apart because I believe other channels for veterans will come along. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like to say that we are the first of its kind right now. What do you think makes you
0: unique at the moment?
1: That it's veterans telling stories to veterans and their way. The fact that we, we don't script it, the fact that you put the, I put the camera on and, and, and there he goes. He knows, he's known for years what he wants to say to this veteran, what he wants to ask, what he wants to ask her. They know, for example, Riding with heroes. Yeah, I,
0: I, was, I was just about to mention that because I watched that uh, episode um, of him going around the States on his motorbike and it like, really looked like something out of meat, you know, meatloaf, fat out of hell, it was great.
1: I never created that show. I, I filmed at a veteran event. It was a heroes highway ride. I was asked to show up almost like the news. And at that time in our early months, I needed content, right? We're the Veterans Channel. We need to have our own programming. So I filmed events and I showed up and the gentleman who was hosting the event said, do you want to ride in the ride? And I said, no. And he said, I'll get you a really safe ride with that guy over there. He's the best. So I rode, but I was scared. So I hung on really tight to (laughs) Trapper. And when I got off, he said, oh, that was the best ride ever, babe. He said, I love it. He said, I've been waiting for you for thousands of years. Oh, That's what he said. And Trapper was already riding across Canada, America on his own without a camera, interviewing the men and women who are legacy stories, who, who, where that story needs to get told. All I had to do was follow him with a camera and that was Riding with Heroes. To this day, Trapper knows where he wants to go for the next two years and who, what stories he wants to tell. Um, and I trusted Trapper, I, I still do. We, we were lit up in Canada for viewership because of a particular episode that Trapper said, if you trust me, we're gonna do this interview with the Legion, and I said, the Legion? Like, why are we not interviewing a veteran? He said, trust me. He said, the younger generation, doesn't comprehend the benefits of joining the Legion, like the older generation did. And so I trusted him and we filmed it. And when we interviewed the head of the Legion, he shared on camera for the first time with the Veterans Channel that he didn't know he had PTSD. And that was a gorgeous episode and it increased our viewership in Canada. So I trust Trapper. Um, That was my first show show series was Riding with Heroes. And it's because he just is that. Um, And if I look at um, Veteran Retreats docu-series, that's close to my heart. Because I started with Veteran Retreats, as you know, before I started with the channel. And finding ways to send veterans who were suffering from suicidal thoughts, PTSD, stress injuries on holistic wellness retreats and in doing that being a being allowed to film for the veterans to allow me to film over four or five days while they're on a retreat which was a privilege because they're they're vulnerable yeah
0: and are you still running those retreats
1: yes yes
0: wow yeah um i mean i went um to to see a guy called Nick Goldsmith a couple of weeks ago to do an interview on his Woodland um, retreat. He has a a valley in the south of England um, and he gets together veterans, people that have suffered with PTSD. He's, He's a veteran himself. And he believes by sitting around the campfire and being really close to nature, you can bring out and talk and, and it, it naturally opens up people to talk about their trauma and what they're going through. And he's had an amazing response from people and he really is helping people. So it, it, when you said there that, you know, um, you were sitting around um, talking to Trapper and going around, um, and also talking about cannabis in the various different states, I think, you know, it's, it's really helping, um, veterans talk about their issues, in, in perhaps what is a safe environment because they are surrounded by other veterans and other people that have been through these experiences. Um, I'm very interested in your, your retreats. You, how does the place of healing, your holistic healing help? I mean, I'm very much into to meditation as well. But I'm so interested to hear what you actually do and, and how you, you sort of help um, the veterans.
1: Sure. I, I, I'll say I say I duplicated the program that I was doing be, when I was working in, in, in hosting wellness retreats to the civilian world. Um, the same tools that I was using for the civilian world, I sort of transferred over into our veteran retreats, which is... We need to be in nature. We need to be away from cell phone towers, far enough away where our pineal gland is not being calcified. Mm -hmm. So that when we wake up, we actually have an authentic chance to feel good and and not be depressed. That we would be able to go for a hike, that we would be able to plant, use horticulture therapy, that we would be able to meditate, that we would be able to talk with one another around the campfire nature's a, um, I can't do it without nature. Not authentically, you know, I have hosted day retreats in conference centers, and we still have to get up. To yeah, no, yeah. We, we've got to do a labyrinth together, you know, and, and those sorts of things. Um, waking up like sun salutations. So, I, you know, the veterans are conditioned to wake up early. And I found that one of the the disconnects between when they're serving and when they're not serving is when they're serving it's mandatory you get up you do pt you know what you know what your morning looks like you get, you're 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 told you have to get up and you have to do this and for many veterans post service they need a new plan all they need is to, yeah, you know, you still need to get up early. You don't have to do PT, but you can go for a, a morning hike, greet the sun when it comes up, go barefoot in the grass. So you can receive the frequency from the earth and all of that healing within itself. And so juicing and eating correctly, at least I introduce on the retreats, live foods and super foods. That's, you know, my thing and, uh, and get them to have, um, to start to include, without stripping away, start to include and add tools, little daily recipes that they could take away from the retreat with them. So in keeping it realistic, if, we, if on a retreat, we take them in the morning for sun salutations or we do some meditation and we add some juicing, then the idea is that when they leave the retreat, they would be able to maintain those small little things in it in a day.
0: Wow, do you, um, I mean, suicide rate is, is very high amongst veterans um, mm-hmm. compared to general population. Do you believe that your retreats and the work that you're doing is, is helping? Have you had sort yeah. of any yeah. evidence of that?
1: Yes, absolutely. A great example, and I hope Steve forgives me for sharing this, but a great example is that 1620 that first episode uh so i need to share that with you because it, it, yeah, it is this was a series called 1620. 1620 it's a medical cannabis docus mm-hmm. veteran docuseries and we were invited to film at peterson air force base they were doing a recharge for resiliency golf program and it was a canadian trickster golfer he's a pro golfer and so he was uh, at peterson air force base and And he was doing a special show for the servicemen and women. And we were invited to film. So we had to fly into Colorado from from my crew from Toronto. So I said, while we're there, let's find other veterans and and get together and get a campfire. And one of the good Canadian men that works with me, he did. He reached out and he found Steve Defino. Steve Defino, what a gorgeous man. Um, Combat veteran, combat engineer, deployed, injured drastically life-changing. When he came back to America, he started and founded um, the Veterans Farmers Alliance. And he started growing cannabis and giving it away compassionately. And what I learned is that veterans have to migrate from state to state at different times, depending on, on the legislation. When we met Steve that night at the campfire, he shared stories of his own depression, suicidal thoughts, um, quite intimate details. And that night, he had invited uh, another veteran to join us at the campfire, but that veteran didn't make it. The next morning, we learned that that veteran that didn't make it took his life while I was in Colorado. So you can't help but think if he'd made it to the campfire, would he still be with us? Yeah. So the next morning we were supposed to film now in a more intimate setting where we're getting more of Steve's background and story. The campfire was the night before. And of course, Steve was not himself. Steve was grieving. It took a lot to pull together as a team. Even my, you know, our civilian cinematographers, we all had to emotionally dive in and, and think, forget the shoot, just Steve, is Steve okay? That was Steve's buddy. And Steve turned it around. And by sharing his story on camera, and I encourage everybody to to watch that, um, Steve then within weeks came forward and said, this is what I want to do. What do you want to do? No. What do you want to do, Steve? Steve, I'm confused. And Steve said, I want to tell veteran stories. I want to touch down in different places and and he became a show host for 1620. He's since gone on to extraordinary things. I I couldn't nail him down for a show if I wanted to right now, <laughs> but he did. And and so we we felt that loss that night. But I can I saw in Steve where S- Steve was grieving. If you call Steve today, two years later, he's on top of his game. Steve is no longer depressed. He's not. He's peaking in his career and he's solid emotionally. He's helping dozens of other veterans now. Just that one and I and I think it's repurposing. I think that through our programming, through filming, even if it's one episode, that the show hosts themselves get repurposed. That Absolutely. that the veteran who's doing the interviewing himself. And I think that our platform, I know our platform is providing it's a it allows them to be creative. There's Many different ways that we could share their story, and I and I've always said I wanted us to, uh, to be solution based, so that it can be positive. We know we know the negative. We know what's missing. We know where the systems are failing. Yeah, I've, heard,
0: you- I've heard the post traumatic growth rather than post traumatic stress. People, uh, some of the veterans that I've interviewed have said that 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 you know it's a turn on. It's a turn on the story and actually looking at the positives and the benefits that have come out of. Yes,
1: yes. we've had um, other veterans watch Trappers Riding with Heroes and like the episode we did called Passing the Torch with the Legion and we had a veteran um, write a message to us under the video and say, I was suffering today, I didn't think I could make it through the day, I watched this and now I'm okay. So, So I immediately got an email from Trapper and he said, Hannah, look at this message and stand down. Do, what do you mean he said don't you dare reach back don't you do anything we got this our veteran community our cav organization our veterans almost we've we've caught him we're in calms with him now so i could sit back because as women and nurturing and you want you to say okay i'm calling him and they said no you're not you've already done your part you aired the episode and and i, I watched our community jump in in our facebook page uh it's a it, it's it's a private closed group. And we didn't meet, we didn't know what we were doing when we did that. Mark and I wanted to verify that everybody had served and yeah. we were ridiculous, but in that group in 2018, there was a veteran missing. And through our veteran, mostly special forces, men and women uh, community, Facebook community, they found that veteran in the world. So Amazing. just like, how you know your one episode did touch somebody and help that i can i've we've got a few of those where I can say, yep, even if it's just one, it was worth it to see that veteran turn it turn it around and then help others and and to make it through the day and yeah, so yes,
0: and it is absolutely remarkable. Where do you get your internal? drive to do this to help veterans what why veterans
1: i truly believe it's from the spirit world in the flesh world i'm depleted constantly but i yeah but i feel that in the ether world and the spirit world i'm supported tremendously and uplifted
0: Wow. And yet, you know, you, you haven't served
1: yourself and, and you haven't had, you've had family that have served. This- so, you know, someone very special to me and in, in my life did serve. And I say now his service is the reason why I'm serving now and telling the stories of those that served. My love for for him and to want and for him to want to get better and to uplift him because when he was serving he was he was right on and he has still struggles to find even through these beautiful businesses that we've created and I'm creating and he still struggles to find his new purpose his his if you ask him he'll say his purpose is to support me but then I look at him and I go but what's your like yeah well, like it, it's wonderful I have wonderful like soldiers Literally, like an army of men and women who are supporting, but then you have to say, There's, there's, you got to reinvent you now. So, I, on today's date, for veterans, I'm they love on me. It's the family that I didn't have, it's the extended family, it's the intimate family. Uh, Even for myself now, here on the property with three children by myself. That my veteran community, they drop by. They put cameras in the trees for me. They they leave a basket. Yeah, they, they they call and talk to my children and give them skill sets. So I couldn't get away from it now if I wanted to. I'm so deep in this as a family, as a global family. So even when when COVID peaked, and I, I had to take a look at because I was talking to sponsors and have sponsors on the table and had to say okay great now we can't travel what does this look like how do i continue to uplift our community how do i continue to produce programming what does that look like and to be able to call across the pond to dean in the uk and as a as a yeah, founder yeah great yeah. interview. and no holds barred i said dean what are you doing do you have two cameras and two tripods yes great let's do this and no hold barred no hesitation. He jumped in and with and just did it just it, he just took it and just did it. But I can do that in forty plus countries, so I feel a great sense of obligation now and responsibility It's like parenting i couldn't let it go right now if I was asked you. Know, I have to see it grow and and walk and then run and and i'm i'm i built a platform. I want them to own it I want them to run with it I want them to take it and, and, and build grow it now. that's what I want them to do
0: but let's just pick up on something you said yeah I mean you, you were talking about sponsorship
1: uh, yeah
0: as I understand this this is you've self-funded this whole project.
1: I'll be careful with that one so the answer is yes with the exception of two things one very special man in Canada who, when I was in the conceptual stage of the Veterans channel in 2017, saw not my vision for the veteran channel, but he saw how he could use it to market to the veteran community. But he did say to me, I'm investing in you Hannah, not not the business. Like I believe in your passion. I believe that you're never going to give up. So he invested. And I gave him uh, minority shares in the company. And he is silent, which is perfect for me. Uh, I can be as creative as I want. And then fast forward now to a couple of years later, there's veterans that contribute their time. So it's not me on my own. They contribute, they volunteer their time for free in many situations. We've had moments, Sonia, where... We have an episode of Riding with Heroes that needs to get out. It's stuck in the editing room for financial reasons. And Trapper will send money and say, "Get my episode out, woman." <laughs> so we—it's a—they're helping me as well. So self-funded, yes, to date with one very good man uh, on a handshake deal. Said, "Here's some in, here's some money. Build this and." I took that and I say we did proof of concept. I was able to to use that investment and see what is the veteran channel. And I and I had the freedom to to be CEO, to be the boss, to say I want to film. I didn't have to ask anybody. Yeah. I I could say I want to go to Colorado and film this. It doesn't make sense. No, but we're going anyways. I trust it instinctually or intuitively. And in the business world and and I don't want to say we just met in the business world, but you know, I couldn't, you can't really say, I feel this intuitively, I'm going to spend the money and do this. If you know, you just have to justify it. And I, I didn't have to do that. And I was able to follow my spirit and my heart with that little bit of money,
0: yeah.
1: grow it and multiply it as an, as an asset on today's date, um, I do work and put into the company, but we're also now at a point where we're getting sponsors per episode where you know, I want the big ones. I want the founding sponsor that says, wow, the Veterans Channel is brought to you. The whole thing is brought to you by us. I'm waiting for that. I'm, you know, and courting sponsors for that. But in the meantime, I have found a way to build it first, build the episode, and then find the sponsors that want to support it. I can say, here's the episode. Do you want to support this? And is is, is it in alignment with your business? So I'm getting there. And, and it's no easy feat, that's for sure. I think it's remarkable what
0: you're doing. Um, what, is the, what can you see in terms of your future vision? Where do you wanna take um, the veteran channel? And I believe there's something else coming out, which can we talk about?
1: We can, you can. <laughs> oh, God,
0: please, <laughs> tell me, tell me more. What, what, are the, what do you have on the, the future horizon?
1: Where do I begin? Major distribution for the veterans channel. I'm not shy about saying I'm looking for, I'm gonna close major distribution. The veterans channel to me should be like the discovery channel, the history channel for veterans. I think our programming, I know our show series is good enough cable ready where we could be on another network if they write the check. So big picture there. I do see us having roving reporters, veterans in multiple countries who are filming the news. I don't want to film the news, but I know when they're in the community and they already have their cameras, they can film it and say, wow, look at that, and then send it. So I'd like us to open up to where we're bringing daily news, like the Vice channel. Mm -hmm. The Vice channel, I don't know if you've seen the the channel, built their programming on shorts little mini shorts like a minute 3 minutes 4 minutes you know i went straight to episodic show series at 40 minutes but if you look at the vice channel they the world sends videos in so i think once we send out that that message to the veteran community that you can send us like roving report you can send us footage and it can go up daily so i i want to see that happen i want to and and I, we just launched an app. I, um, in order to tell you about the app, I have to tell you that both of these platforms, both because they're both distribution platforms in their own right, both the Veterans Channel, both the app, and I'm sure that the, ones, the things to come have everything to do with manifesting and getting into alignment with good people, people who have the capacity... And the heart nature, the heart space to to invest in you or to see a, a vision and to support. Um, I learned from from listening to a veteran who's eighty plus years old over there in, in the UK, um, Dan Pena. I listened to something that, that he did, and he said, "You're the average of the five people you associate with the most." And when and I h- heard that, and it was the be- the beginning of um 2019 it was january of 19. i immediately got into alignment with that okay great i've got one good partner in the veterans channel i want other good partners that we can do other things and within months i met the man who built the uber app and the starbucks app and regardless of what the deal looked like or what the app would look like i just knew that if you're the average, even in business, of the five men or women you associate with, now I'm two down. And we partnered in the app and he brought his technology base, which is gorgeous. It has geofencing. So like Uber, in the app, if you turn on your location, you will be able to see all the veteran-owned and operated businesses in a certain mile radius. You will be able to see all the discounts available the events, things like that. So the, I'm excited about the app because- So this is for veterans
0: yeah. and it's run by, yes. so it's veteran owned businesses, That is yeah. that right? Is it, is it businesses outside of the veteran community that offer discounts to veterans oh, as yeah. well? Oh.
1: So if you look at, so it's called Veterans Lifestyle app. You can download it in for your Apple or your Android phone now, it's in the store. Wow. We'll do a press release. Yeah, we'll do a press release over the next few weeks to send the word out, so people don't know this will be the you know you're launching it right now, and yeah, but we'll put a link as well in the show notes as well. That would be yeah amazing. And the premise of the app was um, how it how it really came about was through filming and touching down different cities. When we were in different cities, like Colorado, for example, I would get up and say okay, we need coffee. Let's find a veteran coffee shop, a veteran-owned coffee shop. We need to go for dinner when we're done filming. Let's find a veteran-owned restaurant, a veteran chef. And then once I did that once, then that became our SOP. When we touched down in a city, we're not going to Starbucks. Hey guys, find the veteran coffee shop, no matter how far, and go there. We're going to service them. And then I started to film in in those businesses like this, right? And to edify them and light them up. And it was fun where I was like, this veteran roasted coffee is way better than this other stuff I have at home. So I found that I I had a belief that veterans, if they knew about one another and their businesses, they would buy from one another. If you look at both the veterans channel and the app as a bridge between, especially the app between the civilian and the service world. So I think that that's really important for me to share is Mm -hmm. because it's, it's important to me period is that, to remove the stigma to help our men and women transition into civilian careers and entrepreneurship there is there needs to be a bridge where culturally language all of the above that our civilian companies and 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 world really understand our service men and women our veterans so through the filming and touching down and meeting veteran owned and operated businesses along the way I felt that there needed to be a hub like a one-stop shop on your phone where you could find shop from one another you could get military news feeds you could watch the veteran channel programming you could get discounts and privileges you could get things delivered right to your house you could uh, all of the above so that's what that's what I built with my new partner and it, it has work to do because I want to be so candid sorry, and tell you that it's launched, it's live. Is it ready? Not necessarily because I built it and came out of the gate with just enough businesses, veteran owned and operated businesses around 3000 to say, here's, here's what this looks like. Put some civilian corporations with discounts in there. I, you know, I put enough in there. government program services, but I want the veteran community to build it once they know it exists they can log in the back end and create a profile for themselves. So if you think about and there's a lot of businesses that might not have a brick and mortar, but they for online business, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now they can have a presence in the app. They can market to other veterans globally and it doesn't cost them anything. It
0: sounds amazing. And I think I can do some introductions this side of the water as well that for people that can help on that side that run that that have big directories this side of the water. So yeah, definitely. I I think it's amazing. I mean, I I spoke. I've recently interviewed a a couple of vets, veterans that um, really talk about the transition into civilian life, and certainly our government here. And I, you know, I can't talk about Canada or the US, but certainly here in the UK, I'm going to put my neck out on the line and say our government doesn't do enough. Once. Mm -hmm once um, the veteran, um, you know, that they, they stop their military service. There's there's a little bit of a crossover to help them into civilian life, but it's, it's really not that much. And I've spoken to so many veterans now, that like, we don't, we don't even know how to fill in forms. We don't know how to go to the GPs and go to the doctors. And all of this is very foreign to them because a lot of the, of course, a lot of these veterans started when they were 16, 17, 18, and, and really have no, Sort of rec- sort of recourse of, of civilian life. So what I take for granted, they're just like, yeah, we wouldn't know where to start. And I was, I had a great interview um, with a guy who's now um, one of the leads at marketing in Facebook, uh, and he was saying, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he's there really championing veterans in Facebook, uh, and he said because there is a great need for even for veterans even in marketing, and they have such a great skill set. Um, because of their skills in the military that, you know, that it's, they don't necessarily need to go and be a bodyguard or to do the typical thing that people assume that veterans are just good at that. There are other things, there's a whole world out there. Um, but yeah, there does need to be sort of education around it.
1: And I've met dozens of veteran-owned businesses that do just that that, say, that know that our veterans need help filling out the form or, and, and converting their jobs, their skill sets, their experience mm. on paper to read well for a civilian corporation. But so I thought that's a great way the app can help because there are veterans who come out and start businesses to service the other veterans who are gonna need that help to do that. So I, so I hope the app is a place where they can go and say by category, I need, I need help in marketing. I need help to do my resume and job searching. I need help. And you'd be surprised at how many of those veteran organizations will do it pro bono. That will do it because it's the right thing to do. They just need to know where to go to look for them. Now, is the app free for veterans? Or do they have veterans? Yeah. It's free. free. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Well, we'll put a link on the show and hopefully get that, get that message out. That's fantastic, Hannah. My final question, though, is and I ask this to all my guests, if you were to write a message in a bottle for future generations to find, what would that message be?
1: Two things. One is we're here to create, period, and return to our true original self, which is spirit. So I look, someone shared with me recently that if you look at, being on earth as you got a ticket to come to earth like an amusement park and when you got that ticket you signed up to laugh to cry to get scared if you're on a roller coaster you're getting all those emotions but there's a lineup of souls waiting to get here but you got that ticket like a lottery ticket and i that changed me and that was recently that changed me a little bit and my perception of all the things that i was going through and all the emotions that i'm experiencing and That emotional rollercoaster that, yeah, wow, we signed up for that. It's a privilege to be here right now at this time. And your work is your ministry. Everything is your ministry. What you say, what you do, how you do it, it's your ministry. You're in a ministerial capacity. That's what I would want to say is you're here to create, return your true original self, which is really source and enjoy all of those emotions, the ups, the downs and everything, because we signed up for that experience. We, we won that experience. And to be here on this planet at this time, when the earth is oscillating faster and like-minded people are coming together and you can think of something and it comes to fruition quicker, then you need to be a really good steward of what you, what you think, and what you say and the power in that and to keep just keep creating. We're creators, we're co-creators.
0: I love it. Hannah, thank you so much. I just want to say, Namaste. It's a privilege to have you on my show. Hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, there's a new interview out every Monday. So hit subscribe and like and you'll get it straight into your inbox.